the one of one is missing. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number two. Five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Uh. Let's go. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. We're chatting everything, football cards, collecting, investing, whatever you want to do with your life. And Andy, right off the jump here... Uh, proud to be a part of the NoOffSeason.com sports network with our friend Paul Hickey. Yes, sir. We sure are. That is an exciting new announcement. Uh, we now have a new website. You can check out FootballCardQuest.com. And I get guys that ask me all the time. They probably ask you too, Carter, uh, where you can get uh, basketball, baseball, soccer, golf, tennis, all these other sports cards, uh, intel, rankings, advice. You can get that at NoOffSeason.com. Check it out, guys, in the description below. Absolutely. So right off the jump here, Andy, I think the big story is we're going to start with a football card um, storyline here is the Fanatics situation with uh, this upcoming rookie class. A lot of legalese going on. We need uh, better call Saul in here to to break it all down, Andy. So what what is your interpretation of this Panini NFLPA situation? Well, this is good for Panini. My my interpretation of this post from Sports Card Investor here uh, about the report by AJ Perez is that P uh, Panini kind of wins early here in the fact that the the judge ruled in their favor that they can continue printing and selling product. Uh, now, this doesn't necessarily change our rookie autographs for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and Will Levis. Yeah, so. Obviously, if, if you're just new to the hobby, there was a huge sale in uh, Fanatics taking over basically all the licenses. But a lot of these don't come into play until 2025 and 2026. And Panini's like, hold on just a second. We still got licenses with the NFL, and we are still not going down without a fight. Now, Andy, obviously the big question that a lot of people have is, will Fanatics just buy – Panini uh, eventually that very well could always happen. It, you know, Michael Rubin could just be frustrated by all this and say, okay, let's just give him an offer. We can't refuse and then just move on with our lives. Um, but they've already bought tops and there was a bunch of tops football product that we're excited to see yet again. Um, you know, me particularly with college uniform cards and Bowman U, but Andy, what, what's interesting is if you, you go to fanatics website, they could do this with Bryce Young and CJ Stroud autos. They could buy some of these Panini cards, get their guys to sign it, and put it in one of these interesting slabs where at the top you could see Beckett Fanatics witnessed authentic autograph, and they'll just sell it like that. Yeah, man, this is very interesting. So if if Fanatics doesn't have product ready to print and sell for CJ Stroud uh, Bryce Young and Will Levis because uh, maybe of NFL licenses and they don't feel that the product would be adequate enough to to get enough like you know market traction. Uh, then they could take Panini cards of these guys, get them to autograph them and witness them, like you just mentioned on their website, and sell them as singles right on their website. That's a unique Beckett slab that says Beckett slash Fanatics witnessed. So this may be their plan for those guys. It's it's very interesting to see how the rookie auto market is going to evolve because people are still buying Onyx and Leaf cards for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud quite a bit because those are uh, part of like the primary, really the primary sets out for them. You know, Bowman University, obviously another major one. I think for me... That doesn't look good at all. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just, I, if you like it, you like it. I, I just wouldn't do it. As someone, as Chad points out, he's, he's an autograph guy who would have gotten the blue Sharpie for a Chrome card. Yeah. That just, oh, oh, 
Ugh. And Hector makes a point here. No way they buy Panini due to antitrust. Most likely they license Panini brands. Yeah, and that's a, that's a big question is the monopolization uh, – monopolization. The mon- I, I'm it sounded not good. Smart. Yeah, it sounded it's it sounded fine. <laughs> I like it with the two seven GPA uh, trying to do the big words here. Um, the truth is, there are a lot of people that fear a monopoly with the fanatics. But the truth is, Panini's had a monopoly on basketball and football cards. I, I hope we see competition. Like I'm telling you, to me, my favorite year of football cards was 2012, 2013. When we had Prism and Tops licensed product, you got to compete, and they they put out really cool designs and cards at that time. But that's just me. That's just old me talking about yesteryear. Okay, so um, still now we get into the current stuff. That's what everybody here wants to talk about. And obviously, Andy, as as far as the rookie quarterbacks are concerned, Bryce has looked the worst. Anthony Richardson. He has had flashes of excellence. You can see uh, with his athleticism, some of the throws he's made are just breathtaking. Um, I'm telling you, when it comes to an exciting football game, if you're just a person who likes to watch obscene throws, there might not be a better matchup than Matthew Stafford versus Anthony Richardson, right? Maybe Aaron Rodgers versus like Patrick Mahomes or something like that. But the throws made in that game were simply sensational. Obviously, C.J. Stroud looks freaking ridiculous right now. Uh, but anyway, right, uh, right now, Bryce Young is the one that looks like the odd man out. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, out of the out of the bona fide starters, because Dorian Thompson Robinson really oh. struggled yesterday uh, with three picks and he just got swallowed up, man. Uh, and then also Aiden O'Connell, who actually didn't look too bad. He was force feeding Devontae Adams, a smart kid, but he threw that costly pick at the end of the game that cost him the game. So you know, uh, both of those guys struggled. Plus, I think Aiden O'Connell took like 10 sacks. I mean, he got sacked like he got sacked like 100 times. Uh, so, yeah. And, and then you look at Bryce Young, who actually if, if you look at his analysis from PFF, it's um, it's it's trending up. All right. It's, it's trending up because he actually threw some nice darts over the middle and he took his uh, throw average from roughly 3.2 seconds to 2.43 seconds. So the fact that he's getting faster to throw and he's also, you know, I think his processing of, of NFL speed defense is, is getting better. Um, and, and hopefully the ball security thing will get better. And, you know, obviously he's thrown to the wolves. So I'm kind of I see a lot of guys out here in the chat are still buying him on the dip. You know, at this point, he's about 60 percent of the price of, of a C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is really popping off right now, Carter with his mosaics particularly like a red mosaic cj stroud is a hundred over a hundred dollar card you go find that same red mosaic for joe burrow for like 30 or 40 dollars right now right i i did not think cj would be this good this early um he's very good he, he just is i know it's still early but it looks like they made some good coaching hires. Just hire anyone a part of Shanahan's tree. You're probably going to get a good coach. Um, but, yes, dude, they, they, they're cooking. They're absolutely cooking right now. Um, and then, obviously, you look at Bryce. Frank Reich looks like an awful coach. Maybe, you know, the big narrative around Frank, Andy, was, well, it, it was Indianapolis. It was a bad owner. So now he goes to Carolina. He's given a lot of free reign to do what he wants. And he has a quarterback who feels like he's not suited for what he is trying to do. And Carolina probably has the worst set of skill guys in the NFL. And this is coming from someone that has two LSU guys in, in that skill set. Uh, they're just an absolute mess. And I think it's pretty clear that Nico Collins and um, – and, Michael Pittman could make a quarterback look better. You know, even though Pittman hadn't really just killed it, Nico is just absolutely incredible. So should be very interesting to see how they develop. And Andy, I, I think for me, one personal thing, I'm so glad we did not make a Tampa Bay New Orleans bet this past week because I would have been disappointed that my New Orleans Saints got absolutely mauled 
by your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They should have played Jameis Winston, man. I don't know. Um, you know, the defense uh, – look, our defense helped us out, but at the same time, Derek Carr's average uh, distance of target, his average pass attempt was a poultry four yards. It was about four yards. And so that's just pathetic when you got weapons like Rashid Shahid and um, Chris Olave. So if you can't stretch the field at all and take advantage of any big-time plays, then, like, you're – you're screwed. And, um, you know, we, we played okay on offense, you know, Baker took care of the ball for the most part. Uh, and he threw a couple nice touchdown passes, man, three touchdown passes and even had uh, big Mike got uh, a hamstring injury. So there was a little bit of that, that big Mike and Lattimore rivalry on, on display early on, but I'm, I have to monitor that injury, but yeah, the bucks sit on top of the NFC South, baby, three and one let's go. Oh, my God. Can't freaking believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are running the South. Oh, my God. And, and I agree with Hector. Poor Chris Olave. Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr, I know he was playing through an injury, but at that point, just do something else. Huh? 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 Yeah, uh, great. Let, let, me, let me ask you this, Andy. Obviously, you know, we always start with the, the, the rookie quarterbacks and all their new product that's coming out. Um I, I believe flawless is, is, is there, is there some, some, some flawless, uh, not for this upcoming rookie class, but it's, is, am I wrong on that? I uh, know 2022 flawless is out. And of course, right now the hottest, I mean, the hottest quarterback name in the hobby besides Patrick Mahomes has got to be uh, Brock Purdy. Yes. You know, maybe you could put Josh Allen into that conversation after putting a whooping on the Dolphins this past week. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's popping right now, too. Uh, but yeah, Brock Purdy, it's just once again, he played almost flawless. I mean, Brock Purdy is kind of embodying that flawless brand. So he's right. had some monster uh, transactions. You know, if you look, this is what's so interesting, Carter, that I'd love to talk about. Uh, if you look at the the highest sold transactions for Josh Allen. Those were back in the summer. But if you look now for Brock Purdy, those highest sold transactions are happening now within the past month since the season started. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. Flawless coming in that briefcase just feels like a different type of product. And as, as, um, as, as Chad pointed out, it, it did drop last week. So I wasn't just seeing things. Obviously, flawless is way out of my price range. I don't even look at it. I, I don't even pay attention to release dates. It's just not for me. But I understand there are some people that do listen and they want to drop the thousands for a briefcase of cards that you have no idea what's in them. Uh, cool, you 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 do that. But yes, Brock Purdy looks like he is the guy. 49ers look like they are the best team in the NFC along with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but I, I still don't believe Brock is just some big time unbelievable quarterback talent right but you know Andy in in terms of winning winning matters so much for your card prices especially at the quarterback position man it is it's um and, and it's kind of and 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 that's kind of strange why uh Jalen Hurts cards aren't uh doing better than they are uh, I, I think a lot of people still kind of peg him as a system quarterback. I uh, better not let Jason Kelsey hear you yeah. say that because um, he'll fly off it. <laughs> and also, it's it just not look. They had a they had a weird week one kind of victory, uh, but yes, I I would at this point still put Jalen Hurts higher on my hierarchy than pretty much any quarterback from the twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two class. And that includes Trevor Lawrence at this point. I still think Trevor is going to do something special, which then lends itself into this next topic, Andy. The 2022-2021, we already discussed Brock Purdy. It's clear that uh, Desmond Ritter is a corn cob. It is also clear that uh, Sam Howe has some ability. He's not great, uh, but he's not bad either. I could see a watered down Philip Rivers kind of career for him. I think he is, you know, good enough to start in this league. So Andy, your thoughts overall outside of Brock Purdy being, you know, the, the Haley's comment here, how do you feel about the rest of the QBs in the 2022, 2021 range? 
Oh, man. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence has got a chance. Uh, Justin Fields is a buy for me just because of the athletic ability. And I think there's a, a sneaky chance that he gets traded. You know, the Ooh. trade deadline is October 31st. At this Let's point, go. the Bears can pretty much consider their season lost and and just go ahead and get the number one overall pick. Caleb Williams put up, what, like 15 touchdowns this past week? You know they want him, you know? And, and trade Justin Fields. Trade Justin Fields for additional draft capital. You've already got the number one overall pick. I think there's a lot of teams, Atlanta Falcons for being one, with, you know, Desmond Ritter, who just is terrible, get, trade for Justin Fields, and now all of a sudden you've got the guy that you wanted Desmond Ritter to beat. I've seen that fields to Atlanta. Um, that would be such a crazy athletic backfield with him and uh, uh, our guy Bijan. Right. And, and the Bears got uh, the Bears got the number two overall pick with in DJ Moore. What What do you mean the number two overall pick? Don't Don't the Bears didn't they get back in return uh, a future so they have. They have two number one, two number one overall picks next year. So, so two first round picks. Yeah, they okay. could potentially get the first okay. two picks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I knew that being the Arizona Cardinals having uh, two first round picks. Uh, but still, I might be wrong there. I was going yeah. off of Hector's advice, and I thought I I thought I saw that somewhere. But. Yeah, yeah, it, it could be. I I'm. All I know is Arizona is sitting really pretty for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Uh, they are um, because because of the trade. So the Panthers, oh, the Panthers sent it. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right. Um, so yeah, it's it's very interesting. Ah, because they get the Panthers pick next year, which is which is likely to be the number two overall pick. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Andy from. My vantage point, a thousand feet in the air. Okay. I want to talk about Joe Burrow. All right. I think his prices are going to be a good lit, uh, a very good litmus test in this hobby. Right. He's not himself. I, I understand. And I actually got a message uh, kind of similar to the one at the beginning of this chat where someone said, I don't even remember who it was. He said he's putting all his borough cards in a fire or something like that. It's like at the very beginning of this whole freaking live stream. Um, I I honestly let, let me see. It's James. Do I do I use my borough cards to start a fire? It's it's clear he's not healthy. I know I know like Joe's not in the excuse business, and I know I'm making excuses for my guy. Uh. But man, I um selfish reasons, Andy, tell me that I, I kind of want the Bengals to just kind of struggle, just shelf Joey B. This, this season is going to be really brutal. Um, the division is is tough with the Ravens already being in there and the Browns when Deshaun is healthy, they're they're a good team with a really good defense. Um man, I I I a selfish reason would tell me that I want to buy the dip on some of these cards. But I mean, even with him not playing well, you, you see on the screen, you, you still see some rookie ticket autos here going for, for two, 2.5 K consistently. Yeah. That's the challenge Carter. It, he is such an obvious play still because people are, are committed to the fact that Joe Burrow even at the 11th hour can turn a season around and make that incredible playoff push. But I'm, I'm with you. I, I think this is a lost season for the Bengals. He's clearly still hobbled in this past week was um, I think he got banged up even more and it's just not, it, it's not helping. Not, nothing's going right out there. So the D some of the personnel ch uh, decisions they made on the defense and the offense are not working out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it is a lost season for the Bengals. And I think that the prices could dip down on Joe Burrow a lot more as we, you know, we're through the first four weeks, we're entering the bye week we're getting into that period where we call the mid, the mid season lull. And a lot of these guys should dip 
Joe Burrows, he's holding on strong, man. The hobbyists that are after him are holding on strong for sure. Yeah, I, I, I just think people can see going to back-to-back AFC championship games in the AFC is um, it's good enough reason to not just fire sell your, your Joe Burrow cards. Um, but, yeah, you know, Justin Herbert has looked amazing. I, I'll say this, right? It's it's always going to be a debate between Her- Burrow and, and, and Herbert. Um, but, I mean, his, his rookie ticket autos, as you can see, Andy, are, 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 are kind of – Kind of still still cooking here. Yeah, Herbert's doing well. I mean, he's hanging in there. He's hanging in there from what I'm seeing with Joe Burrow. But it's uh, he's a little bit behind actually still because that is a op- base optic PSA ten that closed in auction. Uh, that was September twenty six. So that was before this past week and fifth. The the thing is, man, these rookie ticket autos for Burrow and Herbert are still quite rare. Like here's a. Here's one from yesterday. Actually, this is a good one from yesterday. It's a 9.5 BGS. It's a helmet variation. So it's the the more rare variation here, $3,400. So it's kind of tough to find direct comps. This one was October 2nd. PSA 9 helmet variation based for Joe Burrow that closed for $2,600 on Sunday. So definitely would appear that Herbert may be getting higher than Burrow again on the the higher end stuff. Right. They'll just always go back and forth. But still to me, kind of like what you said a little bit earlier, um, Andy, I mean, the Eagles are just going to keep winning with Jalen Hurts. I I just – Jalen's so steady. I know it's not been the smoothest, and I know a lot of people made a few weeks ago a big deal on him and A.J. Brown doing whatever – but I mean, that is crazy that you could just go and, and see it as you pulled up here that you can still get his rookie ticket offs for 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 less than a K. And it's yeah. it's 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 wild. I don't I don't think I don't think Jalen obviously is is as good as Burrow. Um and obviously Herbert has just all the tools, but I mean Jalen Hurts is a guy that's played in a Super Bowl and we've seen him we've seen him make plenty of plays. And as far as Tua, Andy, if you bought Tua on the dip, like you said earlier this this past summer, you, you'd be sitting pretty. Oh yeah, he's still holding strong. Um, it's it's it. I mean, it definitely it's like it flatlined his market after this loss to Buffalo because it's a division matchup. That was a big game, you know. And uh, it's the the you know, the market for him, I think it's still holding strong. As you can see, thousand dollar rookie ticket auto base. That's more than Jalen hurts. Um, if, if I look at his graded market, I haven't really seen the massive dip. Uh, they spiked and they're kind of just continuing to transact now at a little bit higher level. Um, whether you're targeting like the optic hollow silver prism, I mean, optic hollow still around two seventy. current trend of two seventy. But if you had it, look, if you had an auction ending Sunday night, that auction ended for two thirty seven fifty. You know, is where the previous auctions from uh, the the day before were at like you know two fifty to two eighty. Taking that risk, baby, mm-hmm. that, that 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 you get the big win versus the the, the bills. Um, think three twenty five for 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 a hollow prism. I will say those cards do pop. The, the hollow silvers with the rated rookie optic they they, they mm-hmm. just do I, I I will point this out about the Dolphins is last year they had some very weird games against the bills and that included that playoff game with the backup quarterback kind of like how you know the chiefs and 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 Bengals have kind of become a thing I hope especially in the division be, uh bills Dolphins become a thing. Um, because it, it's it's kind of a weird rivalry. It's never really been a thing, but they're in the same division. So, so yeah. And as you can see right here, the last of the rookie quarterbacks, Jordan Love, eight forty. Uh, I know that's a PSA ten, but Jay Love, look at that. Yeah, he's cooled off a lot, man. He looked like a total rookie there Thursday night, and he had a valiant second-half effort, but uh, just wasn't enough to keep up with the offense as dynamic and explosive as the Lions, who now sit atop the NFC North. So let me ask you this, Andy. As 
someone who who likes buying older quarterbacks. I just do. I'm not like I obviously have a small burrow collection. I I I I last night spent a lot of time looking at Matthew Stafford cards. Okay. So that 2009 draft class really wasn't anything just crazy. Um but I I do think this is true. As time moves on, we will begin to see that Matthew Stafford truly was one of the better quarterbacks of this era. Okay. Now, is he ever going to catch someone like freaking uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning? No, he's not in that category. But I do think at this point, even though he doesn't have a thousand Pro Bowls or whatever, let me ask you this. I want to ask the chat this right now. Who has had a better career? Matthew Stafford or Russell Wilson? Let me ask you. Uh, statistically, I'd go with Matthew Stafford. Um, in terms of awards, it might be Russell Wilson. Right. Like Russell Wilson, I think Stafford's yeah. been to like one or two Pro Bowls, and Russell Wilson's been to nine of them. Um, but I also think at this point, and for most of my adult life, um, I, I've never really met Matthew Stafford. I've, I've met Russell Wilson before. I, I've always liked Russell more than Matthew Stafford. I think both of them are actually playing well. I, I, I know that's not really a popular opinion on on, on Russ, but he, he's got a really bad defense that he's having to carry at, at this old age. I think Russ is, is throwing some absolute darts this year. And I just think for me, all right, now this isn't going to be an opinion that the hobby has as a whole, Andy, but Matthew Stafford is doing some freaking ridiculous things with this Rams team right now. Okay, he doesn't have Cooper Cup. Um, he is a year older. And I just thought for me that he was just too hurt. You know, his injury last year is kind of kind of serious. It makes you wonder, you know, he's always had back issues and, and the, the neck issue, whatever it is. He has taken so many big hits. I mean, go back and look at some of the, he he sits in there and takes those hits. And this is why I think he is going to age really well. Is his and one mixtape. Right, you know what an and one mixtape is, right, Andy? It's more of a basketball term, right? It's just uh, your, your YouTube best highlights. Matthew Stafford's best throws are up there with any quarterback who has ever played the game. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. And I I just think, like, as he ages, we're going to have all these, like, YouTube cut-ups of him doing these ridiculous no-look throws, sidearm throws, tight window throws, and we'll be smart enough to know that nobody was winning with that Lions team. I, I, I'm I starting to move Matthew Stafford higher in my all-time hierarchy of the best quarterbacks who have played in this era. And you know what's interesting? He always brings along a wide receiver, and he makes them a freaking superstar. I mean, look at Puka Nakua here. Puka. I mean, once again... Now he breaks the NFL uh, record for most receptions through the first four games of, of, of his career. So it's like, who's his quarterback? It's Matthew Stafford, you know, uh, king of the no look pass as Hector points out here in the chat. That is true. I, I really do think, and I understand like Mahomes, Mahomes highlights are always just going to be the best highlights, right? He just has these superhuman throws. But he's always had Andy Reid. You know, Matthew Stafford, his throws are so breathtaking. Like, they are so stupidly breathtaking. The windows that he throws through are so freaking stupid. And his arm is so special. So I was looking. Um, Andy, as you know, I have, a, I have an affinity for the QB uh, being number nine. Uh I I I'm, I don't know. I've been looking at some some. I started looking at some rookie patch autos. I want a piece of Stafford uh, in my PC. Man, there's not a not a lot of product in 2009, wow. and his graded pop reports are pretty low. You look at this Bowman Chrome here, which I think is probably one of his more popular cards. Uh, you can actually see a slight uptick in it. I mean, this 
the transactions are just so uh, limited on it that you don't get a whole lot of good data. Um, but yeah, only 178 of those. It's a 42% PSA 10 hit rate. Uh, and then you look at, like I was trying to find, because over the past six months, you have this card, like the, a Topps Mayo, a Topps Mayo from 2009. It's It's got an interesting portrait picture, but it's a strange card with only 22 PSA 10s and 74 nines and even 41 eights. So it's like a terrible PSA 10 hit rate. Don't want to send that one in for grading. It's about a $55 card for a 10. It's it's the Matthew Stafford market is interesting because the cards are so rare, yet the prices are like so favorable when you compare them to some of the ultra modern great quarterbacks that have five times as many different rookie cards. Yeah. And that's where it gets interesting. Cause you know, like, and I just use Russell as a comparison, both of them have one super bowl. Um, but Stafford just being in that Oh nine, it's such a weird, like if you are a Stafford PC or, I've never met anyone. Have you ever met anyone, Andy, that just PCs Matthew Stafford just like crazy? Yeah, I yeah, I met a um I met a guy. Well, he's a huge Rams fan, so he does PC Matthew Stafford now. So I I, I guess I just need to meet more Stafford collectors. Um, because I'm interested to see what 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 they do. I was looking, he's got some nasty because you know I'm into the patch auto market. He's got some nasty patch autos. Um and I understand it's not sexy talking about uh, quarterbacks from this from from yesteryear, the old guys. But man, he 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 just rips, bro. He just freaking rips. Yeah, I um, think out of the old guys, he's the best one. You know, obviously when he's healthy and on the field, he's gonna rip it. And he's so fantasy friendly too. I mean, it's just it's fun for his wide receivers, his running backs. It's I mean, he's a he's a recipe for shootouts. I mean, he's entertaining to watch. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I'm I'm on board with you. Plus, he went to high school here in Tampa, and uh, so he's he's local to my area, which I think is a pretty cool story. Uh, and he's yeah, he's tough as nails. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got an interesting story, huh, Carter? Yeah, no, I I, I love it. I love it. Um. Let's see, Billy T. He asked a question here: Is it time to buy Purdy or is it FOMO now? Um, man, I—that's a—that's like a gotta have it buy. If you're buying Purdy now, you're—it is FOMO because you're thinking he's going to get up to Patrick Mahomes levels. I mean, that's that's the next path for him. That's the next marker is Patrick Mahomes at this point. When you look at Purdy's prices, yeah, I mean. Obviously, if he goes to a Super Bowl, his prices will 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 go will go up. And it just always it's just how it is. But guy, I mean, they're so high right now. And yes, if you would have bought, you know, a few months ago, sure, you, your price isn't pretty. But I mean, or should I say, sitting pretty? Uh, I mean, that's that's. Uh, uh, but. I, I would I would still say no. I I just I don't you I don't feel like you're buying the talent. You're buying the situation. Uh, but Billy, it also comes down to if you're a 49ers fan, and I don't I don't know. Let's say this is such a weird photo avatar. It's which one is you, Billy? Or, or <laughs> what? What is he? What is it? he's he's holding? Oh, it's two it guys like holding. A- Looks like some kind of party. Yeah, I mean, well, good for you, Billy. I, I was kind of looking at it. I was like, what, 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 what's going on here? Uh, but sure, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't go buy some flawless. I, I would not buy a flawless Brock Purdy right now. No, I'll put it that way. Yeah, you know, to get into the breaks, I saw a couple breaks sold. Uh, they're about $1,500 to get into the break for flawless, for Brock Purdy, for the 49ers. For the flawless breaks, yeah. That, that kind of makes Yeah, sense. for the flawless breaks to have the 49ers. Billy says he was, he, was, he, was, he was at a bike rally. Okay. I guess at a bike rally, you just hold your your, your biker gal up in up in the air. Uh, 
we gotta, we got, we got, we gotta go, man. Is, would, would your wife be down to? Uh, what about a biker card rally? I, I would, I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah, you could have your your saddlebags of um, of Tupperware containers with the uh, with the card cases in them. Like <laughs> <your> little. <laughs> uh, let's go to. Oh, okay, Anaconda TCG is your kind of guy here, Andy. He is not just a quarterback guy. He's like you, Andy. He likes the skill position guys. All right. He says, if you're buying CMC, who might win the MVP this year, are you buying his rookie cards or are you buying his 49ers cards? It's the thing. There's a lot of downside because of the prices. Once again, I mean, his, I mean, his base prism PSA 10, which does come silvered out of the box that year, but still, that's a $200 card. You're now uh, looking at... Uh, the pretty much the same price of what you could buy a Jared Goff Prism PSA 10 for, or a Dak Prescott Prism PSA 10. That's how expensive Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the Deshaun Watson is only like three hundred dollars, so it's only a hundred dollars more than the CMC. Um, so it's pretty pretty insane where his prices are at. Um, you know, rookie ticket autos are about one hundred fifty dollars raw base, um, and then they they go up from there. So I would say there's a lot of downside, but you know what? If you want to pick up a base Donruss rated rookie, because as the these these more rare cards get out of a lot of people's budget range, then people will start buying the rookies and stars, the base Donruss, these raw cards uh, around this $20 price. They could go up a little bit. I mean, if he wins the MVP, Carter, I got to think that, that that that's a feat that a running back hasn't achieved since Adrian Peterson in 2012. So it's like... I got to think that is if he made it through the whole season and won the MVP, that would be his value should definitely be, go up from where they're at. Yeah, it's the best running back in the NFL and the best offense for running back in the NFL. And that's why you're seeing him have a Ladanian Tomlinson or prime Christian McCaffrey level uh, career. Now, in a condo, it will come down to if you're trying to buy for your PC or buy for a potential flip down the road. Understand this, though, okay? Christian McCaffrey does get hurt. He is the antithesis of a Frank Gore, okay? When he goes down, he's going down, right? And right now, if, if you were to go buy, you're buying at his absolute peak. I'll tell you this, and Andy remembers this, you know, a few years ago, um, Alvin Kamara was by far the best running back in the NFL. By far. It wasn't even close. And you know, he had that six touchdown game with the red and green cleats. Do you remember that game, Andy? It was it, it was absolutely insane. And his prices became absolutely absurd. And I was like, well, you know what? I don't really have, you know, an Alvin Kamara collection. I just don't. And he obviously is in that same rookie class as um as as McCaffrey. And I am so glad that I did not do that. I'm so, so, so glad. So, uh, so always be careful when you're buying running backs. It just comes down to what you're um, trying to accomplish. 100%. And I look at most of those guys as quick flips. Um, you know, I, I set a desired profit margin, uh, try to get around 2x. So I try, I try to mark it up hundred percent or so and I'll sell there even if I even if it continues to go up from there um I'll still I'll still most times sell there or even negotiate depending on the player and this and the team they're on and where they're at in their career and everything uh because you just don't you know it, unless, unless you're fine holding for a year you know like if, if you had if you bought uh JK Dobbins then obviously you're just gonna hold uh and hope that he can make some kind of a comeback same thing with Nick Chubb you're gonna hope that he can make a comeback, and most of the time they can enough for you to at least break even, make a little bit of profit. But it's hard if they suffer that devastating knee injury, uh, like Chris McCaffrey. If he were to have, if he were to suffer one of those at this point in his career, his cards would take a big tank because of because of his age and the amount of carries he's had over the, his entire career. So let's talk about this mosaic case hit. I I've seen few of these on on twitter i've not really looked into it so so what what are these andy oh man these are so neat this is a new case hit insert within mosaic this year it's super popular um they're going for a lot of money 
I, I saw the comment from Anaconda about buying fresh 49ers cards, and this one does uh, have CMC in the 49ers. They're all portraits, though, so they're like a blown up, but it's made up of these, you know, these tiny little uh, mosaic. I guess, you know, if you were to think of like a mosaic walkway or a mosaic floor or mosaic window, it's almost like stained glass. It's like made up of all these little tiny pieces of of glass or uh, refractor <laughs> foil chrome stock covered refractor. However you want to describe the the material that mosaics made out of and they go for a ton of money, Carter. So you can tell that people are set building these cases. They want them bad. The Christian McCaffrey sold for $800. I am seeing uh, stuff like Tyree Kill for $400, Josh Jacobs, $200, um, <laughs> the Patrick Mahomes, like that one was over $1,000, like the Joe Burrow, uh, uh, best offer accepted from $950. I mean, but look at this, Quentin Johnson wow. at $400, Anthony Richardson, $1,900, uh, the CJ Stroud sold for $1,900, so... And AR's uh, hype is still pretty much, I think, very close or almost just as high as CJ Stroud. And then the Bryce Young sold for just a, a fourth of those guys at 522. Yeah, it's not a good photo, though. It's a busy photo. No, but... that's you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to have all that stuff in the background like that. I know people want to have some a unique identifier, identifying markers in the back of their photos when they list on eBay, but. I, no. I think, Carter, you should keep it cleaner than that. Yeah, that, that might be a good case study because I, I understand CJ's playing really well, AR's playing really well, but if you look at the photos of this card, and I'll go ahead and make this my hobby tip of the week. I had, I had something else lined up, but really think about your your, your photos, right? Like, um, like there's no reason for Quentin Johnston – to be a hundred dollars less than, than Bryce Young in, in this instance, if you ask me. Uh, so, so yeah. Now, uh, my my question for you, Andy, is is this a hobby box only, or can can you just rip this out of anything? Uh, I believe you can rip this out of any mosaic product. Now, if if it's it's going to be probably extremely difficult to pull it out of a blaster box but that's my understanding if somebody out in the chat knows differently please let us know mm. Billy but I, I, I mean typically if it came out of if it came out of hobby only they would they would um you know they would specify in the in the description but i haven't seen that all right now we do go to hobby tip of the week um I did have something else, but I'll go ahead and just make that a hobby tip of the week. The uh, photos. Make sure your photos aren't busy. Um, like if I'm looking at a card, I, I the photo doesn't need to be perfect, but make sure it looks good. Okay? That's the key thing. Just have good lighting, whatever. Unless you have something so unbelievably rare. Um, then people won't care what the photo looks like. But in that situation, I was a good example of photos really mattering. So, Andy, your happy tip of the week. Release dates matter, guys. Uh, Bowman Chrome University pushed back to October 11th. And now with the, 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 um, the new court ruling between NFLPA and Panini, we've got – uh, Panini Black coming out here. It looks like Panini Black is going to be uh, tomorrow. So Panini Black tomorrow, or maybe this Friday, because Wednesday is kind of weird. Uh, then you have the Bowman Chrome University pushed back to 11th, and you have um, Blaster Box from Bowman Chrome University as well. So it's going to be hitting retail. That looks to be October 20th. And then you got some some 2023 Leaf stuff, which is going to introduce some new college players into the market. Probably be some more uh, Shadur and company, and and that set as well. Then you get uh, 2023 National Treasures Collegiate on November 3rd. So I'm trying to find the next NFL product here. Origins, okay, 2023 Origins is a big one. That's scheduled for November 8th. And those are those nice thick cardstock cards with the uh, the artistic backgrounds and uh, rookie on card autographs uh, in most cases. And uh, yeah, I think 
Donruss. Okay, Donruss has been announced for November 22nd, Carter. 2023 Donruss. So that's going to be your first major release besides Mosaic, but this one's going to have that rated rookie logo. Looks like we do have the, the design. Have you seen this yet, Carter? No, let, let's, let's see it. The design on the... Uh, the new Donruss? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Um, as far as that is concerned, though, I, I'll never forget Prism from the 2020 rookie class. So, like, at the peak of the hobby. I'll never forget it being released, like, a week or so after Joe Burrow had his ACL surgery. and Or had his ACL knee injury, whatever, versus Washington. Um, I'm, I'm like, okay, what the heck is going to happen to these car prices? And it really didn't do a whole lot. I was like, everyone's not going to want any Joe Bro cards, but I mean, they still went for a lot. So hopefully it does. And and at that time that happened in December, I like when releases of the current rookie class actually come out um, when they're actually playing their rookie season. All right. Go back to the, to the first slide here, Andy. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Really like the rated rookie card here way better than last year. I like it better than last year too. Uh, it's got it's got a little bit of like a '90s vibe going with it with these like sprinkles. I get they kind of remind me of cupcake sprinkles coming in the the side of the card here, <laughs> which is interesting. But um, I do like it better than last year. Yeah, I thought last year was kind of a uh, an interesting uh, design. Um, Let's see the downtowns, baby. That's what everyone wants to see. Okay. I see you, Jalen. Do you think? Look at that unleashed insert. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool. It's interesting. Unleashed a beast. These uh these marvels are definitely the most popular. These are super hard to find. And the the um downtowns, then you have the downtowns, and those are great until the optic downtowns come out. And then these are Still, obviously desirable, but not quite at the same resale value as the optics. But at first, yeah, they're they're popular. But it's not as popular as a Kaboom or a Marvel. I don't even think the downtown anymore is as popular as maybe these micro mosaics. These micro mosaics might do better long term than the downtown. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the micro mosaic. It's just not. I I've just kind of faded mosaic altogether. Um, maybe that comes back to haunt me, but. Well, I can see someone building like a really cool case of a bunch of micro mosaics. Like if I had a whole wall of micro mosaics, that might look pretty neat. Um, I think I think they look pretty neat. I'm I'm really interested to see what one looks like in hand. So I'm I'm kind of tempted to buy the cheapest one they have. I wonder who that is. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I, I can't believe Josh Jacobs going for two hundred micro mosaic. Okay. Okay, I see. I see. I see a micro mosaic. Maybe, that, maybe I'm sleeping on that. It. That Alabama, <laughs> Alabama draft capital right there. All right, now we get to play of the week, and then uh, after play of the week, we're gonna take a few more questions. Andy, I kind of gave mine a little bit earlier. Uh, I, I've been eyeing Matthew Stafford stuff from you know yesteryear. I I honestly just think history is going to look back at him more kindly than like just the current region. I don't care if he's only been to a few pro bowls, um, pro bowls in and of itself are overrated for me for QBs because if you play in, 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 in the same era as freaking, you know, you look at some of the NFC quarterbacks he played with, well, Aaron Rodgers was there. Drew Brees was there. So that left really only one slot open for another Pro Bowl quarterback. And Matthew Stafford played in this region with prime Cam Newton, prime Matt Ryan, and a whole slew of other guys, Russell Wilson as well. So, yes, I, I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford is bonafide one of the best quarterbacks ever. I'm also a believer in, you know, the new era allowed for bigger numbers. I'm just saying when you use your eye test, Matthew Stafford – is one of the best quarterbacks of this era. Okay. So 
love me some love me some Stafford. I'm not a fan of Georgia, not a fan of the Lions, not a fan of the Rams. But just him playing the way he's playing is starting starting to grow on me just a little bit. Yeah, but man, hey, I, I dig it. And the price is, you know, getting a rookie ticket auto for, um, you know, two, let's say $200 whereabouts when you compare prices. Or, or maybe you can snipe one in an auction for even cheaper than that. They definitely seem like they're going to be very competitive this year. And then you get Cooper Cup back at some point. Uh, it's 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 going to be an, um, a very interesting second half of the season for them, I think. Right. And, and Chad uh, Chad, Chad makes a good point here. When Matthew Stafford retires, are his cards going to fall off? They probably do. So I probably should wait until he actually retires to actually go buy some of his stuff. I don't think it's it's going to be like a Tom Brady thing where Brady's cards are always going to be expensive. So I guess since he's not a go quarterback, maybe the right play is to not buy him at all and just wait until like a year or so after he retires. Those cards are always going to be there for sale. So maybe that is something that, that I – I, I should do. Now, Andy, I know what your play of the week is going to be. You're going to tell the chat, everybody go buy Daniel Jones cards right now. Oh, man. No, <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing that. Maybe Devin Witherspoon uh, for the yeah. Seattle defense. Mm. All right, Andy, play of the week. Let's he looked electric. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at the schedule here. Yeah, we do have a few teams on bye weeks. So one of them this week, it looks like the Chargers right off right off the jump here. I'm noticing the Chargers are on bye week. Um, and they're still like an interesting team to me. Um, I'm looking at Mike Williams being out. I sold a uh, Josh Palmer card for a pretty good price. It was like a certified out of purple 35. I sold it for like $30 or something. And I was like pretty impressed. And uh, really I think what it is, is just because he's like a, you know, tall clasher. I mean, he's tall, he's six, one, two ten, but he's an outside clasher where Justin Herbert can throw up a deep 50, 50 ball. And Josh Palmer is going to be the guy that he targets with Mike Williams being out. His snap share increased from 61% to 86%. The, the Chargers have delivered as promised in terms of pace of play. They've been playing very fast, very aggressive. Justin Herbert has totally transformed his ADOT. So from that standpoint, and I look at um, Josh Palmer's rookie ticket auto, I think I'm I'm back on the buy side of him because I can find that card for $10 or under, and I just know that's the absolute floor for the 2021 draft class. So if I can get him for 10 I can easily flip him for 20 to 30 that's the play. He's had nine cards added to the PSA database in the past seven days. Uh, four graded cards sell, and he's got a uh, a massive like um, buy low value on his his rookie ticket autos. So that's the play for me this week with the with that high snapshot. I think that's going to convert in some nice touchdowns, maybe a multi touchdown game, and and that's all you need uh, to to come out and sell that rookie ticket auto for twenty or thirty. Very, very interesting. Um, I'm looking at this this chart right here. Um, the rest of the season, it, going back, I, I wanted to bring this up for the Jalen Hurts discussion that we had earlier. It looks as if the Eagles have the hardest remaining strength to schedule for the rest of the year, uh, according to Robbie Greer. He's an analytics guy. Um, one thing I want to include, though, you know, when, while looking at this chart, the Chargers have the second strongest remaining strength to schedule. Just something, you know, to point out about Herbert. Now they don't have Mike Williams. You know, the coaching situation is still very weird with the the Chargers. Andy, at this point, I would lean towards the Chargers missing the playoffs yet again. I I just don't. Tr- I mean, I, Herbert's obviously a great talent but I am leaning towards him missing. What say you? Do you think they get in? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards a miss as well. I'm I'm leaning towards a miss as well, but I, I think it's going to be close, and I think they're going to be playing really aggressive, so it's going to be more uh, – it's going to be more fantasy-friendly. So that's why I think it makes perfect sense to deviate off of the quarterback in this scenario and target the skill position players because those are the guys I see 
um, that are volatile on a week to week based on their performance. If, if you notice a uh, quarterbacks do well uh, when they win the game and they perform well, and then you add in like how young they are, whereas like other skill position players could pop and people could go and buy. And because you can get them for so cheap, you know, people go and buy a rookie ticket auto uh, serial numbered out of 99 for 50, $60 when that's a card at, at the bottom, like the floor, when people aren't paying attention to skill position players as much, you can get that card for like 15 bucks. So um, that that's why if it's, if it's team like that, Carter, I feel okay with going and targeting the skill position players because of the correlation between what I see and just the singular output of production, just like their fantasy points and that of their sold volume on, on eBay for the rookie cards. You know, we were talking about rookie quarterbacks a little bit earlier. Earlier, I'm glad Chad brought this up. A little shocked, Hector. I'm getting a little bit of lag. Are you getting some lag for me? Might be me, brother. I'm I'm gonna try and exit out of some of these windows. How many windows do you have open right now? Five, six, seven, seven. At least twelve. <laughs> oh, you got a twelve spot? Okay, that's not too bad. Um, I I do want to bring up one player that so far looks absolutely ridiculous. Is uh, Devon Aching. Or Achan, Achan, Achan. I mean, he's in, he's incredible. I mean, we were talking about C Mac a little bit earlier, playing in that C Mac offense. That's that's what he's doing essentially here with uh, Mike McDaniel's, and he's basically as fast as Tyreek Hill, 100 meter at Texas A and M. So Achan. Could be the next what Chris Johnson? Uh, could be the next Jamal Charles. Looks like it looks like he's got some juice, Andy. I haven't, uh, you know, I have not seen Panini come out with an instant of him, and I think they should. I think they're kind of missing the beat. Maybe they will, um, you know, now, but uh, they need to because his rushing efficiency is just off the charts, right? Like ten plus yards per carry. He's taking it to the house on like, you know, something crazy uh, conversion rates that he's got right now and he's a league winner. I had a guy reach out to me yesterday and ask me if he should trade straight up Alvin Kamara for in a full PPR fantasy league, Alvin Kamara for Devon a chain. And I said, yeah, I I'd, I'd take a chain because I feel that a chain gives you a higher per game upside. So when you get into the fantasy playoffs and the dolphins are pushing for uh, a playoff seed, you know, most 31 years old, a chain, even with Mostert out there, you've already seen AJ put up four touchdown games. So it's like, you know, uh, I, I think he's going to be a just a, a league winner for the rest of the season. How's our dynasty team doing? Are, are we cooked? <laughs> well, we're not cooked, but obviously we got, we got beat up uh, pretty good by injuries. Cooper cup is our like primary injury. That's really hurting us right now. Um, but yeah, let's let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's look at this team, Carter. Let's see. I we're mean, zero and four. We're zero and four. Go. We're gonna lo- we lost this week. But uh, Jalen Hurts is is doing good for us. David Montgomery obviously has been good. Olave, it's it's been a uh, a struggle because of the quarterback situation. Christian Watson just came back. We got ten points out of him. So not enough. Javante's now hurt again. So Javante Williams, we spent a pretty premium pick on that didn't pan out. Sam Laporta has been a great tight end for us and he's ascending. So there's a lot of promise there. And then we've got Brees Hall in our flex, which that whole offense is suffering right now. And uh, Chris Godwin and then Daniel Jones in our super flex uh, is hurting us bad too. So we just got a tank. Let's just tank yeah. out. sell our assets. Let's just, just, just tank out. We're, we're learning. We're learning a good lesson here in uh, in in dynasty. Um, so yeah, let's uh, take a few more um, questions here. Kyron Williams, uh, the running back for the Rams, pretty good. Uh, pretty good football player. I do think that's more opportunity if 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 anything else. So I think Achain is obviously a talent. Kyron Williams to me is just uh, a guy, right? A good dude. Play for Brian Kelly. Um, Billy T wants to talk uh, Jahan Dotson. He still thinks Jahan Dotson would be a household name. 
uh, I, I'm, I'm just out. Like I didn't like him as a prospect and, uh, on my mediocre fantasy channel, I've not done anything on there in a while, maybe because my fantasy team sucked this year. Uh, I'm mediocre at fantasy. That was one of the guys that said to, to stay away from. So I don't know. I'm, I've just never really been a Dotson guy. What say you, Andy? Yeah, you know, I like the touchdown upside that Dotson gives you, and he gave you last year, and he's a young player, first-round draft pick out of Penn State. I thought he had a pretty electric, like, college highlight reel. Uh, but let's be honest, Terry F1 McLaurin is the alpha there, and Sam Howell is not good enough to feed multiple fantasy-relevant wide receivers. Uh, that's just that's just my, my opinion. That's, I think, what you can see if you watch a full Commander's game. Um, Howell... When he gets under pressure, he does not make good decisions. When he gets a lot of time, he's a lot better. But a lot of those passes are going to be going to Terry McLaurin. Uh, that's his That's his number one target by far and away. And you got a 72% snap share for Jahan Dotson. Uh, and he even got nine targets this past week. But a lot of those were um, under pressure from Sam Howell. So, uh, you know. I get it if you want to chase it. If you can get us like if you can get a silver prison rookie ticket auto of the guy for 10, 15 bucks, I would buy it with the potential to to flip it. If anything happens to Terry, you've got um wide receiver one upside in him. Um, or if Terry has one or if uh Jahan Dotson has one of those two, three touchdown games, spike week, and uh maybe that it's it's tough. Like, you know, I look at some of the performances from yesterday, Carter, or or um Sunday. And if you would have seen those performances in week one, there would have been a different spike on the player than what you're seeing now in week four. And and it's just, you know, that's going to be harder to generate those same spikes you could have in week one as we get into this meat of the holiday season. The NBA season starts and like I, I heard the NBA season starts in just a couple of weeks. So, yeah, um, just obviously, yeah. you know, going to be a factor, you know, the, the MLB. My internet's lagging today pretty good, huh? No, no. All right, we're, we're going to end it here with the Thomas. KJ Jefferson, yeah, he's struggling. My guy, KJ. Uh, we'll take this last one here, Anaconda TCG. Your thoughts on Zach Wilson? Yeah, he did have 25 million eyeballs on him because of the Taylor Swift effect. Um, he obviously stinks. He's not a good quarterback, but, you know, that was a high-profile game, and he showed some promise. I, I just don't see it. I, I just don't. I mean, his cards have gotten so high in the past, so there's going to be a lot of people that just hold on to those cards and not want to take an L, but he just stinks. He, he just he, he can't play. That's just all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, can't, I can't buy Zach Wilson because, you know, after that little spike from week one, you know, it's not – you can buy the Trey Lance cards for – really really crazy like you can buy a rookie ticket auto trey lance for like 20 bucks man and uh the zach wilson cards now because of the the week one spike and just the fact that he's now starting have gone up too much to where i don't feel comfortable anymore um i'm curious to see what the cheapest rookie ticket auto is for zach wilson but i gotta think it's close to a hundred dollars carter yeah oh which is not that much for, you know, uh, a quarterback, but it's still a lot more than what backups are. Right. All right, guys. This has been a fun episode. Really appreciate Paul. Hickey I don't know Noir. which one of our internets is is lagging or if it's really you, you, coming you, through you, on the screen. You want to know what's funny? I'm actually going to take a a screenshot of this. You actually have the crappy internet in honor of the. Um, Stained glass mosaic cards or micro mosaic. That's what you look like in my in in my image. <laughs> so so there you go. But um, but yeah, Tuesdays we'll see you at eleven thirty central. And uh, make sure you check out all the live stream schedules. Please join the CardQuest Patreon. That's where you get all your extra football card advice and direct access. Now look, you're, you're crystal clear. There you go. Uh, the, hey the, baby. You can, you can get both of our opinions on any football card if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash football cards. Talk to you next week, baby.
Yeah. Oh man, my black I just turned to a black screen. All right, peace. I'll see you guys <laughs> later. It's like in slow motion. I'm trying to it's not even letting me press the button. Be hanging out all stream trying to figure out how to end this thing. I wonder if it is minor. It's gotta be. End it! End it! <laughs> We're still live. End it! End it! Yeah. I know. I, I That was a joke, Derek, that they can hear. You, you, end the stream. Pe people have got to move on with that.